so perfectly competent to to um, satisfy Krishna. Um, it's the idea. But for the sake of Leela, Rasa, and so forth, they're manifest individually, and and uh, this uh, allows for various contrast and and uh, apparent competition and, and so on and so forth. Um, but in all of this, then, those, those are vipaksha, um, which would be contrary to Radha's group. Svapaksha, they're favorable of their in Radha's group, then you have the Tatasta who are kind of neutral to Radha's group, not antagonistic, but somewhat favorable to the competing group, like the principal competitor being Chandravali. And then there are those are Sukrits who are who are um, friendly to um, uh, more friendly to Radha's group and neutral to the the uh, competitor, competitor, so to speak. So, yeah, of course, then Lalita Vishaka, they're, they're, they're the Svapaksha group, they're in, in the uh, strong champions of the cause of, of, of Radha. And uh, amongst them, um, then this Lalita Saki is the leader. Hmm? And... Um, very uh, bold in nature, hmm? uh, very contrary, Pragalba, Vamya, Kandita, um, these are uh, poetic terms that are uh, used to describe her disposition, left, Vama left means, it means like somewhat contrary and huffy and in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in disposition. And um, um very talkative and and uh, even dismissive of of Krishna quite readily if she finds him to be uh, not conducting himself in ways that she feels are appropriate in relation to to Radha and she's so she's very forward. In this regard, very quick to reprimand Krishna, kick him out, and to instruct Radha, do not give in to him. Hmm? This, uh, from this left side, if you will, this kind of dominant and huffy kind of um, love, then you find this um, very uh, high degree of this man, this this um, lover's kind of anger, jealousy. Uh, Contrariness, uh, and uh, so she is rather kind of inborn, her, and she will readily instruct Radha to and help her, so to speak, to go into this mantra, which is pleasing to Krishna, um, which in which arises for, for for good cause and without good cause. In terms of Krishna may have done something that gives as he she she's justified, or even with without without cause, hmm? because there's a rumor and it's not actually true. And, and so forth. So, so Lalita is like a very, very uh, like a Siksha guru for Radha. We often hear that Radha's the, her love is the is the guru of Krishna. So, who is the Radha's Krishna, Radha's guru? And, and sometimes it's uh, explaining this way that Lalita Saki is like the Siksha guru for Radha, and she also scolds and gives counsel 
to uh, to Krishna. So a very prominent uh, figure in in Krishna Leela, and a very prominent figure in the Rodia lineage with regard to its um, focus on 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 Madhurya Rasa, which is to uh, become the handmaiden of Radha, and that under the group uh, under the under the auspices of the late Saki. So you have Rupa, Rupa Goswami, Rupa Manjari, as he appears in in Alila, the handmaid of Radha, and under the uh, in the in the Lalita's gone group. So very prominent uh, person and. Um, and the Leela Granthas, the books of the Leelas of the Goswamis, are that she's a very, very uh, prominent, prominent figure. Hmm? And in Gaur Leela, also then it plays a very prominent um, role. And there's some, naturally, some parallels in in that um, between between the two. The um, um, Great uh, Purushottam Bhattacharya, so from a Brahmin family in Bengal in Nadia, Purushottam Bhattacharya was an associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Nadia. And when Chaitanya Dev went, Nimai Pandit as he was called then, went and became Sri Krishna Chaitanya upon taking sannyas in Katwa. It's described that, that this uh, Purushottam Bhattacharya was, was present at the time. And um, seeing the sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when Mahaprabhu left to go to Puri, he went and took sannyas as well, but in a peculiar way in that um, he pursued the renunciation as if the Chaitanya Dev had set an example of this and he wanted to follow. But he did not adopt the dress of the sannyasi, the red cloth or the saffron cloth and uh, other formal um, uh, aspects of the order. Hmm? And... Um, typically coming under a particular sannyasi in whom one would take sannyas from, one would be given a brahmachari name. Hmm? And then the brahmachari name at the time of the sannyas would be turned into a, a sannyas name. Um, so he was had the brahmachari name of Swarup. Hmm? Swarup. And he didn't accept the, among other formalities, the sannyas name, but in substance the idea was the a, a embraced a life of um, asceticism. Then he was tended to be very quiet type and introverted into himself. But he um, made his way to Jagannath Puri in due course to uh, reunite with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Mahaprabhu Sri Chaitanya Dev had a dream the night before that Swarup hmm, previous Purushottam Brahmacharya would, would appear. Hmm. Mahaprabhu explained when he saw him that, that it is as if I was a, a, a blind man had gotten eyes to see you again. Hmm. So what Mahaprabhu would see 
so to speak, through Sarupdhamadhar, what would be revealed through Sarupdhamadhar was, uh, was considerable. He became, uh, from that moment on, the personal uh, secretary of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. A little different than his personal servant, who was Govindadas, who attended to his personal um, necessities. But as a secretary, he had a responsibility of also dealing with other devotees. And so and so would like to see you. You have time for him. And this one has come, and this one has sent this letter. And this is the kind of service he did for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And um, um, so, Purusham. Purushottam Brahmachar had become Swarup and Mahaprabhu uh, referred to him as Damodar, Damodar Swarup or Swarup Damodar because he had written a book um, called um, Sangeet Damodar. It's a book about music. Hmm. So as I mentioned before, many, many, many of the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were artists, poets, writers, musicians, the vast majority of, of, of them. And so there's a was quite a they were quite prolific and it's quite a tradition of literature around Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You know, in the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, more than a few letters from a few apostles, uh, quite a bit of you know, biographies and and uh, books and books of songs, about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of songs, poems and so forth. And so Mahaprabhu nicknamed him this way, Damodar Swarup, and he was very expert in kirtan, and um, he began his primary kind of role, if you will, in Gaur Leela, uh, there in Jagannath Puri as Mahaprabhu's assistant. And the Puri Leela is, of course, the Leela through which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu makes himself available to us, gives us, shows us the way to access the Leela in, in Navadweep, which is our ambition to enter into the kirtan of of the house of Sri Vastakur and Mahaprabhu say, and so in Krishna Lila you are so and so. Something like this. So um Surabdhamadar being having a prominent role in the Acharya Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is very uh, significant, important to us here in this role. In Nadiya Mahaprabhu experiences really everything and that he comes to experience in the kirtan of Shiva Stakur, but it's not being distributed and it's not being systematically, um, uh, well, systematically distributed or disseminated. And so there's a there's this change when he takes sannyas, and now he's systematically trying to experience the fullness of Radha's Bhav in a way that by doing so, we are also taught. Hmm. Um, such a possibility. So, um, um, very important to us, the Acharya Leela of Chaitanya, even though it's an occasional Leela. In other words, it's not manifest in the Paravyom, in the afterlife, if you will. There is Nadia there, Navadip and Vrindavan. Jagannath Puri is, is not in our sights for that, but it's very important to us as a as a way of of entry, if you will, Mahaprabhu's hmm? leela is there. Madhya leela, the Sankirtan is preaching, showing the way, and then his Anti leela, where he, uh, as a result of his preaching and and the 
that the cleansing of the consciousness and so forth that all this brings about, he was able to enter into a meditative life, at which time, of course, Srupadamana and Ramananda, they were his two closest associates. And we'll have to talk about that, how they assisted him in that. But in the, in the Madhya Leela, when Mahaprabhu was active and more accessible to the public, Srupa had a role of interacting with different um, devotees and, and so forth, accepting gifts for Mahaprabhu and telling him about them and, and so on. He was um, such that uh, in such a position that if someone would come to offer some written praise amongst the poets of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, someone had written a book about him, a poem about him, or something to that effect, in praise, and they wanted to offer it to him, Srupadamadar would be the person who screened it, and he would assess whether it was accurate in terms of Siddhanta, whether it was tasteful in terms of rasavichar. Hmm? Uh, uh, these two things. Hmm? And if they were not, then he would reject it. He would, n- would not go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, uh, he was uh, kind of screening people. Lutasaki is kind of screening people also. And, and if she sees anyone has a little interest in the service of Radhashi, very bold, goes and collects them up. Hmm. So if he could see anybody who was appropriate, he would immediately bring them in. And the main person who was really brought in and put under his guidance by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the great and well-known Raghunath Das Goswami. Hmm. Das Goswami was also a resident of Nadia. And um, his uh, elders, family elders, were close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's family. Hmm. And um, he wanted to leave home and join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but uh, his family resisted. Ultimately, it's a long story, but he found a way out hmm, and made his way to Jagannath Puri just to live in the association of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as an ascetic like him. And the first thing that Mahaprabhu did was place him under the care of Sarup Damodar. Hmm. So Raghunathas, of course, accepted that, but, but he, he had come there for the association of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And uh, to have his darshan, to ask him questions, get instructions from him and so forth. But let's say immediately he was placed under the care of, of Sarup. And so on more than one occasion he asked Sarup that you please ask Mahaprabhu if I can ask him a question. And each time Mahaprabhu would say, I, I, I've put it him under your charge, you, you can answer his question. Finally, he had to tell Raghunath Das, you don't get it, do you? He said. He, what he said, in effect, was, you don't really get it, do you? I'm not cheating you. He knows more than me. Hmm? I put you under Sarup. I tell you to get instruction from him because he knows more than me. What it means is that he finally broke down after maybe two, three times of Raghunath's uh, request, and, and, and he advised uh, Das Goswami personally, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Das Goswami is the Prayojan Tattvacharya, so that means that he, by his writing, he through his writing, he he um, showcases the ideal, the Prayojan. In this, in this case, his the the ideal of Manjari Bhav is a handmaiden of Radha. This is in his poetry, and uh, and. Um, 
very high topic. So now he's getting instruction directly from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So what high things you can imagine Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will say to him? Hmm? What did he say? He said, don't wear fancy clothes. Don't eat fancy foods. Hmm? Uh, don't uh, engage in gossip and village talk with other people. Hmm? These are the kind of advices he gave. We're thinking, what high thing will he say to him? These are high things, is the point. And putting these things in place, then there's scope for, for going higher in the context of, of, uh, of, of, of putting these in place in the context of bhakti. Hmm? So they have their place. They are not the, the end, if you will, the culmination of the life that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu offers us. But if they're not in place, then you'll not reach that high point either. So, very good advice. And then he said, and in your mind, worship Radha and Krishna, and the rest, you, details you can get from Svarup. Hmm? <laughs> and then Mahaprabhu said to him one other thing. What did he say? He said, this is the third verse of the Shikshastakam. Hmm? And Kaviraj Goswami explaining this in Krishna in Chaitanya Charitamrita says, Oh, this verse is so nice. It should be taken and worn like a garland around your your neck. Hmm? And with this garland around your neck, this advice, to be humble like a blade of grass, tolerant than the tree. Like a tree, give all respect to others, expect no honor for yourself. Chanting with this, garlanded with this verse, then praying will come. Hmm? So it's, that's very significant as an aside, um, that um, the instruction that Mahaprabhu did give directly are, um, uh, well, these, these type of advices that are very pertinent to, important to all of us, and they are the kind of like the interim Goal, if you will, kirtaniya sadahari means that you are no longer in a. Yeah, the learning curve is over. Hmm? The road is straight now. But as I said, it's not narrow; it's broad, but straight. And uh, the practice is 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 is, is consistent. Hmm? And um, and from so from here on, there's, there's no there's no detours, something like that. Hmm? So it's a it's kind of an interim goal. And real um, beginning of consistent uh, spiritual, experiential spiritual life. Hmm. The theory comes to life, hmm. and of course, with that kind of consistency in time, taste becomes the taste that one gets by such consistency becomes the dominant um, factor, and therefore, this, this next stage is, is entitled taste itself. Entered the taste. So, so these are very good um, advices, and the implication is, as they're given, that um, get these in place, and then there will be other details, and you can get that from Sarup. Hmm? So the the uh, as I often say, uh, often enough, that it's popular amongst people who are, have some expo- devoted some exposure to the tradition to uh, hear uh, an interest in the topic of the, the siddhadeha, the internal spiritual body and so forth. And 
And uh, we would do well to have as much interest or more in the sadhakadeha and what it means to um, fully step into a sadhakadeha, the body of a practitioner. Stop making it a body of a practitioner sometimes and sometimes uh, something else. Hmm? So it's a meeting ground there and supposed to make this um, conversion and only to the extent, really, that this conversion is made in this, and, and, and sadhana becomes the life and it's joyful. Hmm? It's not rasa, but it's joyful. <laughs> it's really uh, uh, properly understood, embracing the mentality. But then there's no, there's no, there's no hurdles that one cannot um, deal with, and it's uh, it's it's uh, honest life of a spiritual practitioner. Sometimes it's said that we are not interested in spiritual experience, but spiritual life. Of course, that will beget ongoing spiritual experience in due course. So, um, so uh, Mahabha was instructing like this, get this in place, and then yeah, Sarup, he knows so many things. I'm here to learn from him. He is the late Asaki. He knows the moods of Radha very well. Hmm? Um, who's closer to her than late Asaki, an intimate group? And I'm here, Krishna, trying to learn about Radha's disposition and how to enter in that. I need her siksha. And if she doesn't let me in, I can't get in. This is my position. So again, I've not tried to uh, give you something less by not giving you direct instruction. I'm telling you, he knows more than me. Hmm? You can learn from him better. I'm his be his student as well. And that also, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's own position in that regard comes largely in his auntie-lila, after the mandi-lila, after the preaching, interacting with, with the public for uh, Krishna consciousness, making sense out of tradition in relation to the world and so forth, then to go within. So, um, so Das Goswami, under the tutelage of Srup Damodar. There, um, he had access to the diary of Srup. This diary of Srup Damodar, in the notes on that diary taken by Raghunathas Goswami, is what the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita comes from. And this is the real, the final book of, you know, the, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's times, if you will. Krishnadas is just like what a half a generation or something after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was left. And he had um, close association with uh, those who had direct association with with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And from the diary of Sarup and the notes on that of Raghunathas, he's got his biographical notes. And you may note, you should note, that the, the details of the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela in Chaitanya Charitamrita are played out um, much more in the Achar- his Acharya Leela in Chaitanya Charitamrita in Puri and his life outside of Nadia. Hmm? The life of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Nadia. The details of this are not um, played out as extensively as um, they are in Vrindabandasa's book hmm, of Chaitanya Bhagwat. So it's important 
These books are important for different reasons. And Chaitanya Charitamrita is the par excellent book of Siddhanta and uh, and uh, the meaning of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, the full all the implications of that, and so forth. And then the way in which he taught to enter into that, as I say, it's very much played out in the Madhya Lila and the Anti Lila, not in the Adi Lila. Hmm? There are instructions from that Lila too, but Mahaprabhu was not really teaching there. Hmm? He's not in the role of a teacher. He was a school teacher. That's another thing. Sanskrit teacher. Um, and he had his students, but he turned it into a, a kirtan school, really. Um, so, but Vrindavan's book is important because these are, these are the leelas um, that of Navadvip where there's no Aishwarya for Mahaprabhu. He's not a sannyasi. No majesty there. He's, he's not falling over and uncontrollable fits of ecstasy and you can't get close to him like he was in Antilila in Puri which you had to stand back from hmm? even Swarupa had to stand back from that hmm? um, so that so the book is, is very important hmm? Chaitanya Bhagavad hmm? there we get the picture of, of Madhurya of sweetness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Lila more so than in Puri because again he's a majesty he's a teacher but um the, the point is that the notes of Sarup and the uh, comments of Rabbanathas that Krishna's got his biographical information for from are primarily of this this period. Hmm? Now, Chaitanya Bhagavad had already been written, so that's one reason why he defers Krishna's to Vrindavan Chait- to, to Das. I'm just doing a little extra things that he didn't fill in on and so forth. But Sarup, what, excuse me, but... Um, Vrindabandas didn't have the same uh, details. I don't think he had access to those diaries. His main uh, works came from, like, the work, uh, the, the, the biographical notes of Marari and and so on. So um, different authors, they have different sentiments and different emphases. But uh, the Sarup's place is prominent uh, in Puri, as I say. And... This is a very instructive leela to us, and so these leelas are played out considerably in Chaitanya Charitamrita in the way that they're not in uh, uh, Chaitanya uh, Bhagwat. Hmm. Um, so, in effect, the whole biographical sketch, which is this, uh, the the you want to say like the framework of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, from which then he, from which he then digresses and philosophizes and so forth and goes back to the story and, and, and so on. It all comes from Sarup Damodar. So what an important voice he is to us. Unfortunately, that, uh, that um, diary, I want to say the diary of Sarup Damodar is, has been lost. It's not available. Hmm? But we know about it because the other authors have referred to it. Krishnadas has referred to it. And, and there are some of the some osticums that he wrote, some things available. Hmm. Um, but uh, this way, he plays a very central uh, role in um, um, the dispensation of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu during the um, the Madhilila, hmm, interacting with the devotees and 
advising them and so forth, instructing them, this is the incorrect, this is the teaching, this is not the teaching, and so forth, as I said, with regard to any literary offerings that were made in praise of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, then in, in Antilila, when Mahaprabhu retires from active preaching life by the force of kirtan, there's a saying of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he wrote a poem called Vaishnav K. means, who is a Vaishnav? And um, the implications of the poem were that, that he felt many people were posing as Vaishnavs, using Vaishnav in a very, um, um, in the full sense of the term. Hmm? What it means to be um, the full idea of a Vaishnav, uh, like Rupa Sanatana, hmm? uh, liberated persons, Rasikas, and, and so forth. So. There were many people in the um, estimation of Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasiddhi Thakur that were uh, kind of imitating that standard, but were not up to the standard. And um, so he wrote this poem, Bhaktisiddhanta K. He had sat down to do his uh, bhajan, and this is what he came up with. Vaishnav hmm? K. Who is a Vaishnav? Dushtamana Tumiki Kishe Vaishnav. Hmm? Dear mind, what kind of Vaishnava so begins? Dear mind, what kind of Vaishnava are you? Hmm? And really, he's exposing the mind hmm, of someone who sits down to do bhajan but isn't qualified to do bhajan. Hmm? And the things that come up, hmm? like I'm doing bhajan, hmm? and so I'm cool, and, and, and pratishta, and one wants attention for himself and it becomes a way of living and then have to maybe show some tears and then I'll get you know better meals and, and this kind of thing so there's a godbrother of mine he was a sannyasi I've told this story before it's worth repeating and he he asked Prabhupada that uh, Prabhupada I would like to you know chant you know a lack of names 100,000 names it's like 64 rounds on your beads and and just do a bhajan. And Prabhupada said, yeah, you're going to try it. And so he, there was a grass hut in Mayapur. He sat in the grass hut and he, and he chanted. He was chanting a couple hundred rounds a day. And then um, he, he personally told me that, that it was going pretty good. <laughs> then after about two weeks, he, he found his mind. Because they would bring him a meal once a day. Here's your meal. Take it away. And then chant. And so, after a couple of weeks, he started to think, are they going to bring me that same doll again? Are there going to be any different sweets on the plate? And his, you know, his mind started to go like that. And other thoughts. It gets worse. <laughs> and so then he realized, I can't, can't do this. So he, 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 he started losing interest in chanting. And so he wasn't, wasn't qualified. He didn't have the eligibility. He didn't have the, the cleanliness of heart to do... Um, nam smarnam, hmm? uh, some nam smarnam, but not the full life of that, which will beget, because in the name is the form, the qualities, the leelas of Krishna, will beget rupa smarnam, on the meditation on the form, guna smarnam, leela smarnam, and so forth, all in the context of this um, um, chanting. So, he went to Prabhupada. Prabhupada said, okay, well, come, go and preach. Do the Sankirtan. Come back in ten years and try again. So he 
advised him. So, <clears throat> Mahaprabhu shows this example himself, active life and meeting with him in his situation, important people in India, teaching the philosophy to them and so forth. Kirtan, association with devotees, Prashadam, and he again, as the force, if you will, of Kirtan, in the poem of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, this line comes. He says, Kirtana Prabhave Smaranasvabhave. Hmm? So his idea was that many people are sitting down to follow the life of the Paramahamsa, but they're not, this is the Paramahamsa Marg, path of the Paramahamsas, but they're, they're not Paramahamsas. So they can't do this. Hmm? And so um, what Haridas Thakur was doing, chanting three lakhs, hmm, three times 64 rounds a day. They can't, they can't do this. And if they try to do this without the qualification, then it will become bad for them, it will become bad for others, and the whole thing will... Um, there'll be a, deg- a degradation, so to speak. A deg- degradation, yeah. Uh, and uh, the, the high ideas of Mahaprabhu will not be understood properly. And so this was a kind of a concern of his... And so his line comes in the uh, prayer, and he says, he's again analyzing the mind of one who's not qualified to do bhajan. So he remedies this. He says, kirtana prabhavi, smarana sambhavi. So smarana means this meditation. To enter into the Krishna Leela, then in the Braj, we need namsan kirtan and Leela smarana. You find Gopu Kumar and Red Bhagavatam and this is the practices that by which you could enter there. But the Smaranam requires some qualification. Kirtan doesn't, it's very generous, but it, it qualifies you in due course. So he says, Kirtana Prabhavi, by the force of Kirtan, Smarana Subhavi, the Smarnam, um, internal Smarnam on one's budding, developing spiritual nature and personality, it will become possible. It will naturally occur. It's a naturally occurring naturally occurring sequence, if you will, to Nam Kirtan in the school of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Chaitanya Dev himself showed this example in Puri. And Sarup Damodar's with him in both um, instances. In the life of the Kirtan, as, as, a, as a Kirtanier, if you will, um, in interacting with the public as his assistant, secretary, and in his retired life. So by the force of the kirtan, uh, this, Ma, this was driving Mahaprabhu. It's interesting because it's an outreach, and it's also internal, cleansing the heart. And as it cleanses the heart, it doesn't stop there. In the Gyanmark, well, that's it. Heart's cleansed, it's over. Nothing more to do. But first it's cleansed in bhakti, and then in the context of that, Something's coming in. As it's cleansed, something's coming in and filling up. Hmm? The other desires, uh, material desires, are being filled up with spiritual desire. Hmm? So it's a certain point. These are the higher stages of sadhana bhakti, ruchi, asakti, and bhava bhakti. So, no, it's all inner, inner, inner life. And, um, and at a certain point, then Mahaprabhu was overtaken by this. And so he... Well, for whatever it was, what, 11 years, something? Yeah. Auntie Leela? 18, 18, 24, and 18 is what? 24 and 18? 
So, 42 and 6, so 6 years, Nanti Lila then, Mahaprabhu was in the world for 48 years. 24 years he took sannyas, 18 years, Madhi Lila. Hmm? Yeah, six years, Nanti Lila. The force of Kirtan drove him internal, and so he retired from external life. He was living in the Gambira, that little room, hmm? in madness. He couldn't, he could, they couldn't present him to the public. Hmm? He lacked the discrimination which is required for preaching, external consciousness, and so forth. Um, so, in, in, in his example, of course, is very ex- super extraordinary in this regard, the extent of his inner life and how it manifests externally by the symptoms of sattvika bhavas in, in a flaming stage, not in the smoking stage or the lighted stage, but the flaming stage, to use the, the terminology of Rupa Goswami in, in English. And, and all together, uh, the symptoms at the same time multiplied. It means like thousands of times. Uh, uh, very extraordinary. There's, I've said before, there's no example in the religious world of um, a ecstatic person hmm, um, that uh, is more ecstatic than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's, we have that uh, objective um, point to uh, to raise, I know we, ecstasy is a popular subject. We when we when I began my life outside of Iskon, we started the magazine called Clarion Call. And one of the issues was called was entitled, well, you know, it had a main topic. It was ecstasy with a picture of Mahaprabhu on, in Rathiyatra. There it was the biggest selling issue. I don't know if they thought it was about the drug or what. Uh, <laughs> well, it was a popular idea. Hmm. So, um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the very embodiment of that. And so, as he is now entering into this inner life, then the Srubhdhamana is also, as I say, very active. And um, from there we can very much see the, the, uh, where the ideas, the sensibilities uh, that... Uh, that Tarup represents Lalita. Hmm? Um, arise the way in which he advised Mahaprabhu, singing from the songs of Chandidas and Jayadev Gita Govinda, he would recite and he would know what Mahaprabhu's experience and then sing a song appropriately that would augment his his bhava. And basically, he and Ramananda they're helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu step into the bhava of Radha to become. Radha, which is his his goal, in that in the context of teaching. Hmm? So these higher books, they also have their their place in Bhav Bhakti, and they can be taken advantage of. Um, and it's not something that Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthakur recommended taking advantage of from an intellectual um, um, perspective. Hmm? He felt that they were uh, these kind of literatures were. People say, "Well, well, Rupa Goswami wrote the book, right? Don't you think we should take advantage of it?" Hmm? Yes, that's that's true. Um, but and in Raghunuga is a sadhana, right? Hmm? Therefore, sadhakas should study, um, for example, Gita Govinda hmm? and Ujmal Nilmani. Hmm? 
Hmm. Um, sometimes, but Bhaktisiddhanta was not very fond of that idea. Hmm. He felt, yes, these books were written and they're for developing devotees, but bhava, bhakti and ecstasy, although it's the, it's the sadhya, it's the goal of sadhana, it itself has a goal also, which is prema. So you have to remember there are three divisions of bhakti. There's sadhana bhakti, bhava bhakti, and prema bhakti. So the bhava bhakti is not a sadhaka, but still he has something to do. Hmm? He, his task is, her task is to step into that identity entirely and not come out. So in meditation, the, the identity is forming and that's, like I say, it's a subjective world, so it's a meditative body. Hmm. And this meditation is not imagination. Meditation means a, a, a mind on which the bhava, the surup shakti, is, is taken over. Hmm. And that surup shakti, as you know, creates everything, in, in, so to speak, in the, in the lila, manifests, runs it, uh, uh, and just like the maya shakti is influencing by the three modes. So the surup shakti is influencing by, by ladini, sandini, samvit. Hmm? And they have some remote comparison to sattva, rajas, and, and tamas and the way they work hmm? in, in the paravyom, in the spiritual world, in, in the lila. And so, um, there's something to do in 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 Bhav Bhakti as well, and these type of books are very appropriate for that. Um, so, therefore, Bhakti Sarsitaka he emphasized this point that we'll do kirtan, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did, be active and so forth, and cleansing the temple of, of Gundichi and Puri as they would do, Mahaprabhu with his own cloth and and uh, and so forth. And 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 by the force of Kirtan in due course this will this eligibility will come. Then these books will open up to have meaning for you and, and they speak to you in ways that they, they're not meant to speak really to your intelligence. They're meant to speak to, to the soul. There are books about spiritual emotion hmm? for the bared, so to speak, soul, unencumbered by intellect. Baba Bhakti is not guided by intellect. You need some intelligence to read the book, but but uh, but they would sing the book to Mahaprabhu, appropriate verses and so forth. Hmm? Uh, you know, some acquaintances may be useful for some persons, especially for preaching, but, but I'm speaking about the position of Bhakti Siddhanta and, and a kind of a, um, um, a, um, a problem that he was dealing with in his time. He can sound a little anti intellectual and, uh, and, uh, and, even just dismissive of certain texts, but everything in, in due course, in good time, would be more of the idea. And we see, this is when Mahabharata was hearing um, Gita Govinda, uh, Jayadeva, Chandidas's books, uh, Vidyapati, and and, uh, and so forth. And that, this was then his preoccupation. Was, you know, he'd take one verse and listen and go somewhere for another verse. It's not like, I read that book. What's next? Is how the intellect devours something. I read that book twice. I understand it. You know, so, okay. 
it's uh, it's not it's not like that. Hmm. Uh, so. Um, so he was cautious in this regard, and of course, kirtan is the main way of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to send kirtan. This is his whole Goloker Premadan Harinam Sankirtan. It gets so bad, sometimes people say, just by kirtan, you, know, you can't enter there. Hmm. This is this hundreds of statements to the, to the contrary that somehow missed. Um, and, and then some if the sadhaka day is not fully engaged and the senses are not only in touch with sense object for Krishna service, then the meditative internal life that is uh, is getting ahead of oneself, so to speak, becomes less than uh, than spiritual. In most cases, I've said before. Yes, there's no difference between Krishna and his name. There's no difference between Krishna and his lila. But there's a difference between Krishna's Leela and Krishna's name, that the name is singled out as as being the vehicle, the magnanimous form of uh, of Krishna. It's not different from Krishna, but we don't hear that that uh, the name is non-different, and at the same time it's different. We hear that, but we don't hear that Leela is non-different, but at the same time it's different. Name is non-different, same time it's different. What is the difference? It's more generous than the rupa. It said the name and the named. So the named means his, the form, the qualities, the leelas, and then he's got a name. The form, the quality, they're not as generous as the name, and they have more to do with the named. It would seem, you know, than the name. It's just a name, but. But the name, of course, is not different as well, and it's generous. So that while we may um, not be qualified to see the form, hmm, qualities, and leaders of Krishna, name comes to us, hmm, and all these things are found within the name. So he had a very strong Bhaktisiddhanta Sashtadaka emphasis on um, Nam and Kirtan, and Mahaprabhu shows this kind of example. In the end, as I say, Srupadamadar is there holding on to him as he falls over and then he's reciting the Shikshastakam and, and they're coaching him and so on and so forth. So, a very important uh, service that uh, Late Dasaki in Gorlila performs uh, in the person of Damodar Swarup. Hmm. Any question? Alright, we'll stop there, and tomorrow is the Radhastami. We'll have class in the morning, feasting at midday, class in the evening. Some other devotees will arrive. Shilalita Saki ki jai, Radhastami Mahotsubha ki jai, Bhaktavinda ki jai, Bhaktavinda ki jai.